The Cairo for Moms podcast is a podcast dedicated towards women and children. We will be sharing tips, tricks, and stories from the clinic to help you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Motherhood Weekly. I'm Dr. Kayla, and today I'm here with Michaela. Um, Blake has been coming to see me, her little girl, and just such pleasant people. I, I love when I see you guys on my schedule. So thank you for joining us. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Good. Okay, so let's talk about Miss Blake. Um, yes. She had a few things going on, and yeah, why don't you just tell us how you you know brought yeah. her in and kind of what some of the things um, she was dealing with for sure. Well, at first I, well, I looked into a lot of, um, I researched a lot and she was dealing with a lot of like reflux and digestive issues. And I was reading, um, just how chiropractic care, um, can really help with that. And then I came across cranial sacral therapy, which I had no idea what that was. (laughs) And, um, I just heard really good things about it um, from other moms getting that done. And um, so I decided I heard great things about Cairo for moms. And so I checked it out and yeah, she has been doing so much better with um, the reflux and digestive issues um, just by getting a couple of the cranial sacral therapy sessions. So it's been good. Saw her a couple of times before, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so tell us a little bit. So we, so I adjusted her, we did some craniosacral, we did that a couple of times and then tell us mm-hmm. about your journey. Like what did you have done? Yeah. After that? Yep. So then like, I realized she had a tongue and lip tie and, um, that was causing, you know, a lot of the reflux mm-hmm. issues as well. Um, but she's just an over, overly like tight baby. She just is tense, um, a lot. So I knew, you know, this was going to help. So I ended up getting her lip and tongue revised and released. And, um, that really helped the problem as well, just loosening things up. But I still noticed she still needed, um, chiropractic care because she was still super tight. Um, and so I just, you know, I came after the revision and still getting some care from you. Um, and it's, it's definitely been helping and now she's starting to crawl. So, um, she's definitely just tighter in general. So I know yeah. that's really helpful as well. So, so I want to, I feel like when I talk about when moms come on my, on our podcast saying that they had a lip and tongue, I want to just pause right there for a second, because it just occurred to me that like our listeners probably think that we just recommend that every single baby that we see in here gets a lip or tongue tie revised. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And that is absolutely not the case. So, and right. because Blake is how old is six ish. She's seven months now. Seven yep. months, right. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's a little bit later yeah. stage in the game for that revision. So you kind of mm-hmm. watched it, figured something was going on. So that's kind yeah. of what I want to say to our listeners too. It's like, yeah, not every everybody has a tie, right? But it's mm-hmm. a matter of how is the form and function of their right. working mm-hmm. as to whether or not we move forward with it. So exactly. we kind of, we waited on hers a little bit. We assessed, we did some cranial mm-hmm. work and mm-hmm. then we, you know, advised a pediatric dentist and that was their recommendation as well. Um, yeah. so it's not just because everybody, you know, not just because they have these issues that we necessarily need to revise it. So for sure, we saw Miss Blake back after her revision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then she had been also working with a little bit of OT PT yep. type, um, for a 
some stuff as well. So yeah. What would you yeah. say after the revision and after she sees us, what would you say is the biggest difference in her? Because, you know, babies can present yeah. differently with their tightness too. For sure. Yeah. Um, I noticed like she, like before, like if we didn't go for a while, um, she would just be really grunty and like almost just not relax, not as relaxed. Um, I just would notice like just more fussiness in general. Um, and then as soon as we would go and get, you know, adjusted and with the cranial sacral therapy, you know, just, I noticed she would, or even just her digestive system would be working better. Um, she'd have a poop like within, you know, for sure a day or even a couple hours. Um, but yeah, just like moving around more, like not as, stationary or stiff and so like that was like the biggest um like wow like kind of eye-opener like wow she's really like moving more and like just seems her over temperament just seemed a lot better so yeah which is a really good point too because that's what they're doing right now they're busy yeah (laughs) right like she wants to go she wants to play she doesn't want anything to be holding her back so right um that's good I love that thank you for sharing so yeah for a mom, because again, like I said, I see a lot of little babies um, yeah. who have this. So what would you say to a mom who has a baby who is about that seven-ish months old mm-hmm. and you just, something just isn't right to them? Like, what would you say, or something isn't right to you? Like, what would you say, mm-hmm. so a piece yeah. of advice for them um, yeah. in just trusting your maternal instinct that you need yeah. further a little bit? Yeah, for me, like, because I've been dealing with just a lot of different issues just in motherhood and postpartum and like honestly I would just say like trust your gut and like if you think something's not right with your baby like research it like do your research and really inform yourself about just what you think may be going on um, and just get like and then just go get that help if you feel like to, to get evaluated like I think that's just the first step in um, doing that. Cause it, it doesn't hurt anyone in the process. You know, you're only helping them if they do have an issue. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't just like wait or sit back and just keep your mind like wondering, you know, right. because that's going to cause more stress and, you know, more than anything. So I think, yeah, just trusting your gut and, um, you know, mama, mama knows best. So, and just <laughs> don't let there. other people <laughs> kind of like, yeah. And just don't let other people kind of like sway your decision. Like, you know, your baby the best. So I love that. I know. I think that's one of the biggest things too. And like, sometimes we have to give moms permission to be a mom, you know, like you're getting so much outside information from social media to blogs, to the internet, to your pediatrician, other mom friends, like, right. You are the person that your baby needs and Mm -hmm. you know, what's best for them. So exactly. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, Yes. You guys are, we just love having you in here and your energy and Miss Blake. (laughs) So thank thank you so much for joining us. And um, we look forward to seeing you again and for listeners, stay tuned for another episode next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Motherhood Weekly. We have new episodes out every Friday at 9am. So tune in.